No one with sincere intentions wants to merely go through the motions of any endeavor. Yet, starting something new can be overwhelming without a plan. In this podcast, Carly uses scripture to reveal God's end goal for discipleship and teaches us how to recognize the next personal steps to take in learning to make disciples. Have you ever been traveling and realized that you need to get directions in order to find your destination? In order to be helpful, the directions need to take you from your current location, step by step, to your desired destination. Without knowing your location, the directions given to you may be ineffective. Likewise, in order for you to get the most from this training, it will be helpful for you to determine where you are currently in your spiritual journey and where you desire to be, and more importantly, where God desires you to be. God wants each of us to make disciples. In fact, the Bible shows that God doesn't just want us to make disciples. He instructs us to make disciples. Matthew 28, 18 through 20 says this, Then Jesus came to his disciples and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. So in order to walk in obedience to the Lord, making disciples should become your destination, your goal. The question then becomes this, what is the current location in your walk with the Lord? Your current location will help you in determining how to get the most out of this discipleship training. For example, if you haven't yet placed faith in Jesus, I would encourage you to begin this study by listening to the episode entitled, What is the Gospel? This episode is found in the series, The Significance of the Gospel, and will explain God's plan for salvation. Perhaps you've placed your faith in Jesus and you desire to grow in your personal relationship with Him. If that's you, great! You'll notice that according to the passage we just read from Matthew, that Jesus specifically mentions baptism in the process of discipleship. Have you been baptized? I ask because in following Jesus, any subject that holds significance for Him should also have significance in our lives, right? You can learn more about baptism by listening to the episode on this subject, also found in the series, The Significance of the Gospel. In evaluating your spiritual journey, perhaps you would say that you've already been baptized after becoming a disciple of Jesus, but you've never been formally discipled, or you've never been taught what it looks like to grow in your relationship with Jesus. If this describes you, I would suggest beginning your study with the series, The Process of a Growing Disciple, after, of course, you've listened to the rest of this episode. Perhaps you're interested in learning to disciple others one-on-one, or at least learning more about what the process of discipling others looks like. If this describes you, you may want to begin with the series, Purposeful Mentoring. This series will help you grow in your understanding of God's plan for discipleship while also learning to make disciples of others. Regardless of the starting point of your study, be sure to check out the corresponding outlines for each episode, including scripture references and visual aids. These will enable you to follow along and better understand the principles being discussed. Within each episode, you'll also find practical application to download. Remember, your goal is to learn to make disciples. It wouldn't be enough to merely read or study God's Word. In order to effectively make disciples, you'll need to gain both knowledge and experience of God's Word. Each episode's application provides you with opportunities to take the words from the pages of Scripture and practice them in your daily life until they become a part of you. 
Scripture is God's tool, and application is His means to achieving life transformation. Learning to obediently walk in God's truth, it's a process. It takes practice. And the more truth that's applied in your daily life, the greater the transformation and the greater potential to influence others for Jesus. With these truths in mind, developing the following habits will help you get the most from each application. First, approach each application by first committing your efforts to the Lord, asking Him to reveal His truth to your heart and mind. Then, Diligently study the scriptures provided in each episode application in order to gain knowledge of the Bible and how it specifically applies in your life. As you consider each question, take the time to write out each answer rather than merely answering the question in your head or in your mind. Doing so will help concrete each truth in your mind and better equip you to answer questions that will be asked of you by others. Then acquire valuable experience by practicing the principles presented. As God's plan for applying truth develops into a lifestyle, you will become increasingly comfortable and confident in discipleship. Please understand, if you haven't been trained to implement spiritual disciplines in your life, it can initially be overwhelming to consider making personal changes in order to walk in greater obedience to Jesus. If you're not careful, this temptation could prevent you from moving forward as God intends. Instead of becoming overwhelmed, When you encounter a biblical truth that is new to you or is currently absent in your life, ask God to enable you to grasp all He desires for you to learn. Also, keep in mind that your goal is not to complete this training in a set time frame, but to establish, practice, and thereby develop a lifestyle of walking in obedience to God's Word. This means that there may be times when you need to camp on a particular subject just to allow God to fully teach you before moving on to another subject. As you allow God to make His Word real and personal in application, His truth will become very practical and purposeful in your daily life. On the other hand, if you've walked with the Lord for a long time, it could be tempting, especially in these initial lessons, to say, oh yeah, I'm familiar with that verse, or oh yeah, I know that verse and brush over it or past it without taking a deeper look to see if the truth is actually being demonstrated in your life. Since we're only as strong as our fundamentals, practice being sensitive to the Holy Spirit, inviting Him to reveal new truth to your heart and mind. Rather than skimming over truths that you're already applying in your life, praise God for the work He's achieving in you. Then ask Him to reveal any additional lessons He wants you to glean from each principle. If you plan to participate in this training for the specific purpose of learning to make disciples, it's important to be mindful that you can only take someone as far as you've traveled yourself. Therefore, as you study each biblical principle, choose first to apply its truth in your own life before asserting its use in the lives of others. In the Bible, Jesus prepared his disciples by teaching them godly principles and showing them ways to practice the principles until they became a part of their everyday life. This proves that God is about a thorough, life-transforming work in our lives rather than merely a shallow work or a quick fix. So in the same way that it wouldn't be wise to merely listen to each episode without applying the truth presented, it would also not be beneficial for you to try to apply everything you possibly can from each episode. Obedience to Jesus is taking just the next step in His direction. Therefore, a thorough spiritual work occurs as you take one step at a time in obedience to Christ. So, 
One of the best ways to get the most out of this training is to consistently ask the Lord, what is the next step of obedience you want me to take? And then faithfully follow him. It's very freeing to walk in obedience to Jesus one step at a time. 1 Thessalonians 5.23 says this, May God himself, the God of peace, sanctify you through and through. May your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Then notice what God promises to us in verse 24. The one who calls you is faithful, and he will do it. God will never ask us to do anything without also fully enabling us to do it. But he does expect you to recognize the work is his. In other words, instead of striving in your own strength, God will do the transforming work in your life as you include him in the process by giving him control. So let's talk about another way to get the most out of this training and life for that matter. Learn to reason from God's perspective. Learn to reason from God's perspective. You know, God doesn't reason like humans do. When two people try to reason something out, they each present their perspective while trying to persuade the other person. But when God reasons with us, it is for the purpose of getting the issue settled in our lives. Why? Because the enemy loves for us to leave issues unsettled. Issues that are unsettled occupy our time. They distract us from the things of God. Learning to settle life issues using God's absolute truth will enable us to take a firm stance against the enemy. In Isaiah 1.18, God says, Let us reason together. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. When he says, let us reason together, it means, let us settle the matter. Now, it's hard to wrap my mind around the fact that Jesus saved me from sin, cleansed me, made me white as snow. The only way I can possibly settle in my mind the supernatural work of God is through faith. Meaning, I have to intentionally believe and trust by faith in God's truth. So if we're going to learn to reason from God's perspective, we can no longer examine issues from our personal perspective of how we were raised or how we feel or think about something. Instead, we're going to need to look at each and every issue from God's perspective through the lens of God's word truth. Then, concerning each issue, we're going to need to make sure we're asking the right questions. For instance, what does God's Word say about the issue? Do I believe this truth? Do I trust this truth? Am I obeying this truth? Through learning to intentionally live life from God's perspective, His truth will become the core of our belief system and through the consistent practice of settling or resolving life issues through believing and trusting in God's word, you will become a powerful influence in teaching others to walk in obedience to Jesus. So, you may be asking yourself, as I begin this training, how will I know when to move on to the next lesson? That's a good question. While influencing others for Jesus, Paul said in 1 Corinthians 11:1, 1, Follow my example as I follow the example of Christ. It's important that what we both say and do reflect the lifestyle of Jesus. So before considering moving on to the next training episode, it's worthwhile to ask yourself the following questions concerning the current episode. Do I understand each biblical principle being presented? Does my life demonstrate the truth in a way that others could implement it in their life? Can I explain these truths in practical ways to others? As you continually gain knowledge of God's Word and experience in applying it, you will become increasingly effective in influencing others for Christ. 
And as you'll learn, opportunities to influence people for Jesus, they're all around you. In addition to personal training, there are other ways to get the most out of this training. When you have completed making disciples training for yourself, prayerfully consider going through it again with a fellow believer or taking them through it yourself. In doing so, you will be practicing communicating and discussing godly principles, concreting them ever deeper in your heart and mind. Some people use this training in small groups, specifically to train them to make disciples. The groups either listen to an episode together and use application questions for discussion, or class members listen to an episode and complete the application homework prior to class. Then they come together to discuss scripture and how it was lived out in their daily lives. Some groups use this training in conjunction with the book, Making Disciples, Applying Truth in Daily Living. You can learn more about this book by visiting my website at CarlaMcLaughlin.com. That's CarlaMcLaughlin.com. C-A-R-L-A-M-A-C-L-A-C-H-L-A-N.com. I encourage you to prayerfully consider the best place for you to begin the training. Then, dive in. There's no doubt that God wants us to make disciples. As Carla reminded us, God will never ask us to do anything without also fully enabling us to do it. And the Great Commission tells us that He will be with us every step of the way. With these truths in mind, you can be confident that as you take the next step of obedience and learning to make disciples, that God will work in you and through you to accomplish His will.